0: Hey true crime friends, I'm Danny and I'm Brenna and, and this is Lago, Lago Stories. Stories. Today's episode contains graphic information that some listeners may find disturbing. Listener's discretion is advised.
1: Welcome back. I know we took a bit of a break, but hopefully in the coming months we have something exciting to share with our LGS fans. Yes, and happy fall. Today's the first day of fall. Even though my decorations like have been up since
0: August. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Same. And we are so close to October, Woo-hoo. so I am so so excited.
1: Yeah, and this will be one of our final episodes before we get into spooky season. So I guess as a precursor for you guys, it is one of our favorite holidays of the year, or I guess time of year, because it's really yeah, it really fall out yeah. for us. Um, so if you were not a listener last year and tuned in, we did some bonus episodes for Spooky Season, and we plan to do the same, and we were already talking before this recording about some of the episodes we were doing, and you guys are in for a
0: treat, for sure. Yes.
1: But anyways, I am so happy to be back, and I'm excited to get your thoughts on this case today. Today's style is a little different than normal, but I thought it was a really important case to kind of go over to have an open conversation about some of the rulings that are in place still today. So Brenna, did you know that you could be charged with murder without killing anyone?
0: Well, so we (laughs) went over a couple of episodes ago about the new ruling of abortion laws and stuff, so I would consider that being charged with murder without killing somebody. But besides the point, um, I'm assuming that this is probably a grown adult, which no, I have not heard of.
1: Yeah, so we'll actually take it to another level. I mean, again, kind of piggybacking on that previous episode of rulings that start out to kind of do some quote-unquote damage control, and whatever you want to say, it, it, it encompasses, but end up ultimately being more damaging to others' lives. So today, I wanted to share the case of Gerald Barry. Gerald's life would change the night of December 27, 2001, when he was riding with a group of three friends in one of the Chicago suburbs. Gerald was 20 at the time, and a young husband and father of three. Now, Gerald hung around a group of an older crowd who liked to find ways to make a quick buck. That December night, the group would look around for a home to rob for some quick cash. The group found a home, but quickly realized that the owner was home. But Scott Young from Reports was the one who made the decision for the group to follow through with the plan and proceed with the robbery that night. Scott, who was 35 at the time, and Truman McClure, 18, went inside the house, while Gerald stayed in the car and 27-year-old John McGowan kept lookout. Now, I want to take note of the importance of this scene that I just set and the set of crimes that ultimately are the outcomes for these men. This would escalate to another level when another member of the home, Tori James, would return home in the middle of the robbery, pulling out a gun on Scott and Tremaine. Tori would fatally be shot by Scott and Termaine would shoot and kill Tori. The robbery for some quick cash ended up being the death of two men, and the three other men were shortly arrested afterwards. Now Bryn, can you guess who ended up with the longest sentence after this crime?
0: Was it the lookout? Or (laughs) the one that wasn't even in the house?
1: Yeah, as you can kind of guess, that precursor from my intro. (laughs) Yeah. But here are some kind of hard swallowing sentences that I cannot wait to get your thoughts on afterwards. So after the fact, Tremaine would plead guilty and would be sentenced to 20 years. He would actually be released on parole in 2021 though. John was ultimately acquitted. Now, I know we use some legal terms occasionally, so I wanted to explain what this means so everyone can really understand the impact that this had on
0: the case. Brynn, do
1: you mind explaining what acquitted means? Sure. Quote,
0: to decide officially in a law court that someone is not guilty of a particular crime, end quote. Okay, going back, so Tori was the homeowner. Yes, he, he lived in that home.
1: One homeowner was already there.
0: They robbed them. They still passed.
1: decided to proceed to rob them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But in the middle of that robbery, another homeowner
0: Approach the house oh.
1: as that it was ongoing.
0: I see. Okay. Now, did Gerald know that his friends were armed and would possibly shoot somebody
1: if... I think that he probably was under the assumption just in the kind of background of this group. It didn't explicitly say if he knew they were armed or not, but just by kind of the background of what they like to do and ways that they like to get quick cash, it wouldn't seem so far-fetched that they didn't have some sort of weapon on them Mm -hmm. in the particular incidents. But I don't think he knew at that time that, oh, they're going to go in to rob and kill this man.
0: Yes, But even if he knew that would be kind of like an accomplice rather than, or maybe even like accomplice or conspiracy to commit murder... And not
1: well. We'll over. hold on to that on when I get to the history of the ruling that got Gerald in this particular okay. predicament, and I want to definitely get your thoughts. So hold
0: on to that. Okay. Sure. And then John, the lookout, was acquitted. He was. Tremaine served twenty years. He was sentenced,
1: sentenced twenty years, and then he was paroled out in twenty twenty one. So okay. I mean, he essentially served his time because he. This crime was committed in 2001, and then he was paroled in 2021. So he did serve his
0: complete time. Gotcha. And I'm assuming, well, the homeowner did die because Tremaine shot him. Okay, mm-hmm. so, okay, you're going to get to Gerald's
1: yes. sentence. Okay. <laughs> so, now that everyone has a understanding of what acquitted means, Gerald would actually be charged and convicted for both murders under the felony murder ruling, and now serving a mandatory life sentence in the state of Illinois.
0: Okay, before you go on, what? Yes. Okay, my next question is, I know some states have the three strikes, you're out. Was it because of this?
1: No, so this one was actually under the felony murder ruling. And I'll get into more detail a little bit later on why that all started and what exactly that means, but... His ultimate conviction was decided based on that felony murder ruling. Wow. Yeah, okay. and then in, in the state of the Illinois, because he had two felony murders on there, it was an automatic life sentence. Okay, that was and then also
0: another question: So the lookout was acquitted. What was his role again? He, he was, was a getaway, in the car. Yeah, he was in the getaway car. driver. Yeah,
1: he was a getaway driver. Okay. I do want to share a quote from Barry after he received his verdict that I think it really shows his true character. Quote, I'm not angry, but I know it's wrong. I'm disappointed in the system. End quote.
0: Well, I am angry. <laughs> so I don't know how he's not angry because I'm angry. Yeah, and I
1: just thought that was really a showman of this was wrong. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed in the way that it happened. I think he understood what he did was wrong, But this was also wrong in what was happening to him. Yeah. Now, let's talk about what the felony murder ruling is and how it all got started. So felony murder is a legal ruling that expands the definition of murder and its ruling. It is typically used in cases where individuals have committed a range of felonies that result in the death of another person. Those deaths can be accidental or intentional under the felony murder law. So in this case, and many others, where this ruling is applied, one can be charged with a murder and not be the individual who committed the violent act, resulting in the death of another. This essentially levels the playing field for all of those involved in the crime and holds each person liable for the action of another. The purpose of felony murder is to deter individuals from participating and acting in violent felonies. But as you can see, some results are not often the right ones.
0: Yeah, I can kind of get where they're coming from, and they're also trying to prevent people from saying, well, I didn't do, you know, this, this, and this. I was only the lookout, you know, to try and, like, get away with it, because they're like, oh, well, it's the same sentence, you know, you might as well just come clean and tell the truth kind of thing, but so if I'm understanding it correctly, the crime as a whole in this case was robbery and then kind of surprise murder, but... The felonies that were involved was what like unlawful so ber- use of a gun. Burglary is ro- a armed burglary is a felony,
1: mm-hmm. but because of that action resulted in the death of another person, now it's a felony murder. So anyone so it's like part- two felonies. Yeah, so essentially anyone participating within that crime, whether you were the lookout in the car or the one that actually and ultimately committed those acts, you would be charged. As a felony murder.
0: So would that be the same? Well, I guess DWI or DUI isn't technically (laughs) (laughs) a felony. Well, I'm surprised you're not shocked on the fact that I said it could be intentional or accidental. Well, yeah, no, that's why I'm going with the drunk driving because it has to be a crime, and then it could be technically accidental. Just hold on. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: The felony ruling can be carried across many levels, all the way up to capital punishment, which if it doesn't hit the panic button for you, I don't know what will, especially when we start to dive into the racial biases in cases and how we see those who have been historically overpunished or mistreated when it comes to the justice system. Laws like felony murder, which make this gap much larger in the grand scheme of things which is probably why it is no surprise that unfortunately over
0: 40% of felony murder charges are against black males. Going back to the law itself, is this a national law or is this just Illinois? Yeah, so I'm actually going to talk a little bit later on how
1: many states that it covers right now? Okay, I'm just giving it <laughs> every yeah, time. <laughs> every time, but I'm right there with you. We're at least on the same wavelength. Yeah. This one, this one, I know is not like typically the case we do, but it, I just felt like it was so important because this ruling impacts so many people. Yeah, that where you could be in a situation where it was accidental or from a third party, which I'm about to get into and. In, you could be charged with a life sentence, which is so scary. Yeah. Now, I wanted to share Gerald's case because I agree with him in the fact that the system did not get it right. We were supposed to use the justice system for that exact reason, and I don't see how the man that pulled the trigger is free-walking the streets currently, and the one who was in the getaway car is still behind bars. This ruling really makes a one-size-fits-all template, And as we know and discuss a lot on this podcast, that is not the
0: case for most of the cases that we talk about. Yeah. It's honestly, the justice system is all over the place. (laughs) It's like, why can we not get this right after so many years? But I know you said like, it doesn't make sense. And literally, I think the only thing that they think of is they don't want people to go to trial So, because Gerald went to trial, right? Mm -hmm. And Tremaine pled guilty, so they were like, cool, like, we don't have to spend money on a trial. Yeah, and I like the wavelength that you're getting to, because I'm going to kind of discuss that a
1: little bit later later in this episode as well and we can go a little bit deeper on that thought process and what we think as we know there are a lot of issues with our system sometimes we get it right but a lot of times we get it wrong and we got to figure
0: out ways to close those gaps to not have outcomes like Gerald's cases. yeah people in the justice system are literally like hoping that people take a plea deal because if every person went to trial the whole system would
1: Crash. Oh yeah, I mean it's something absurd. Of like over ninety percent of cases are take a plea deal. Take a plea deal, mm-hmm. and it's those that go through trial. It's laws that are like the felony murder law that end up hurting them more than helping them for utilizing their right for a trial. Mm-hmm. But in the state of Illinois, there are currently over 195 individuals serving time for felony murder. This does not include the people that pled guilty to a lesser charge. Which, as we know, most cases today, as we just discussed, do not go to trial when they are offered a plea deal because of situations like this and the fear of being overpunished for something where they could just take a plea deal and a lot of the times plead guilty to something they didn't do. Yeah. so that's a whole nother problem. A whole nother issue. Uh, But I will get off that soapbox (laughs) and stay focused. Um, So I couldn't even imagine the number of those individuals if that number was included. But about one-fifth of these cases were charges in which a third party committed those crimes. So can you take any guess of what a third party for this crime would be?
0: Well, I mean, in this situation, obviously, the lookout, the getaway driver, I'm thinking of... No. So actually, a third party, like a witness, will be somebody outside
1: of those two groups. So, for example, a police officer. So, let's put the scenario for what happened in Gerald's case.
0: Okay.
1: So, they were burglarizing another man's home. The man came home. A police officer came. They shot the police officer. Someone and fatally killed... The police officer shot and fatally killed someone. You can now be still charged with felony murder. Wait, the police officer came? No, the police officer cannot. Of course not. But... (laughs) This is just... (laughs) The individuals committing the crime are now under felony murder ruling.
0: I mean, I guess I kind of get that. Unless it was, like, more accidental, then that would be messed up. Because, you know, like, you hear about, like...
1: Well, my issue with the third party is I understand it's ruling when applied appropriately, but that can so easily be misconstrued. And there's already a lot of stigma and hesitation towards that brutality in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not even getting into that topic.
0: Touching but so any
1: fast, yeah. sort of third party that adds an element of kind of fluffiness mm-hmm. that already makes it way more complicated than this ruling is. Because on paper it looks beautiful, but in implementation it is very difficult.
0: Yeah, so, and I'm thinking... You know, I'm picturing myself as a lawmaker when this law is around and I'm picturing them, like, writing it up and them adding in the accidental part because they're like, well, what if they can't prove that it was on purpose? So I feel like that was thrown in to cover their bases because if that person did go to trial, you can't be charged for double jeopardy. So they're like, if they go to trial, and found out guilty and then they have nothing. So we need to put in, like, accidental... You know, like, well, it'll be interesting to hear your thoughts on the, how this changes because
1: I actually was reading about other cases within the felony murder. And I mean, most of them, at least from my research that I found, have been just absurd with ruling way over punishing. It, it builds a level of unnecessary punishment in my eyes. I would, I would love to hear other Cases, or even if some of our listeners have found opportunities and options where this has actually worked appropriately, but someone was actually sentenced and charged for felony murder for giving his
0: friend heroin, who ultimately overdosed, overdosed and died. But I thought the initial crime had to be a felony. Selling drugs isn't a felony, is it? I'm not sure there. I guess it depends on. I mean, heroin—that's a
1: whole thing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is that the person was a willing participant yeah. in this behavior. And again, I go back to
0: accidental and life or and if that intentional. Person was addicted to drugs as well, which some, most of the time they are.
1: Which I get. Then you go back to the cycle of well, felony murder is built for behaviors like this to be avoided. But if people are not educated about that, that incentive
0: is negated well, because no they don't help even know for people that need it. Like you could go technically all the way back and say, you know, like people in poverty are having to steal and burglarize because they grew up. It is a whole cycle, you yeah. know. So it's like at the core, it's always the system's fault.
1: Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point of. We're trying to fix problems with band-aids instead of fixing yeah, the actual
0: core so, problem.
1: Yeah. Let's throw let's slap a felony murder charge on them and they won't do this crime again instead of other initiatives and step, yeah, how steps do we and actions to crime.
0: Could, oh, it's because people are living in poverty. They're you know, they had to afford these gangs because their parents were thrown in jail for unnecessary <laughs> reasons. The whole thing. I mean, we can go on and on, but I do agree. I don't think any law should be made as like a clear cut like I think there should be on the case by case basis that's what we have the trial system for mm-hmm. you know because not every crime is the same therefore it should not be treated the same exactly
1: so there is actually currently only two states that do not hold the felony murder law ruling at this time and those would be Hawaii and Kentucky which I was really shocked about Kentucky. I don't know why. Hawaii, I'm (laughs) shocked about, I thought it was for sure California. (laughs) Yeah, somewhere else. Uh, But both of those rulings in those states have been overturned. So this issue is a lot more prevalent than one would think. When this ruling is not used appropriately, it could really damage and alter additional lives in this process. And I'm not saying by any means that those who commit or aid in violent acts should not be held accountable for their actions but there has to be some unity in the process if this is going to be implemented. Oh
0: yeah, I absolutely agree. I don't think that anybody involved, especially because they knew that they were going to commit a crime because he was like, okay, you're gonna be lookout, you're gonna be getaway driver. They were in on the crime, but they should not be sentenced to life in prison.
1: Well, and I think things with felony murder and other rulings that are in place, you really have to think of down to the core and, and details of how this is going to be used and even across all states. So like in Gerald's case, he was an automatic life sentence for this. Is that mm. something that you discussed and thought about before implementing this ruling? No, of course not. Yeah, of course not. Because that doesn't make sense for someone to be in a lookout vehicle or something of that nature that is not ultimately participating in the death of another person. Yes by 100% you should be held accountable for your actions. That is what the justice system is there to do. But at no point should it overextend and overpunish. At that point then it is
0: cruel and unusual. creating you're breaking another law.
1: the same situation that you were put in. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. That's why I thought today's episode was really important to share is I don't think a lot of people are talking about this or know what it is and how it affects
0: other people's lives yeah I mean now I'm thinking about how do you become a lawmaker and then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like well, I definitely don't want to be a politician but I like want to be at the table and be like no no, no can no, I no. just have a seat just like I want to be like a detective but I don't want to be a cop <laughs> can I just have a voice yes no requirements needed this. I just need a mic. <laughs> Did y'all know I'm a Libra, so I think about all situations <laughs> here. I am so qualified <laughs> for this position. Because I'm not sure if y'all read all the pamphlets I sent. <laughs> I feel like we would be so good at oh, it. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I think to wrap this case up in a very disturbing little bow, if I could say that, is I really think when rulings are put in place that some sort of justification and unity for how those are implemented needs to be done. You can't just throw a Band-Aid on it and say, yeah, it's going to be better. So how do we ensure that these things are changed or made better? Well, it is your due diligence to get out there and vote, y'all.
0: <gasps> I never thought I heard you would ever hear you say that. Okay. It hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only way to make change. We need to pop a bottle of champagne right now, y'all, because I'm so proud of you, dude, y'all. <laughs> Full circle, Full baby. Full disclosure: I don't Full believe in circle. the two-party system. I don't. I think a majority of people would agree <laughs> with that too, you know. But it's like you gotta participate in the system to fight the system if you want to change it. Exactly,
1: and it sucks yeah
0: it's embracing we're gonna change it yeah so
1: just make sure as you're going through and you find cases you like or things that really intrigue you you really understand how that ruling or that case got to that point because most of the time it has to do with ruling or a crazy person Brenna does the crazy people yeah
0: (laughs) that's very true very true
1: so i think it's just very important to educate yourself and know what is going on and be aware of how you as an individual can make an impact in those spaces for things that people may not be thinking about every day that could really impact anyone's life so with that we conclude today's episode we would love to hear your thoughts and feedback on this one leave us a comment or review if you have any case suggestions, reach out through our website at lagostories.com. You can also check out all of our source materials for this episode while you're there. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lagostories. We will be back with a lot of new episodes Woo-hoo. this October. But until then, stay safe out there. It's a weird world.
0: Thank you to Alexander Nakarada for allowing us to use his sound nightmare for theme music.